When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Sooner or later, when you least expect it, there comes a point of no return, a dead end from which there seems no escape, a moment in time, a moment of crisis. Katie. Keep a hold of yourself, Catherine, my girl. Don't want no public display here. Too bad they couldn't have had a band like there was when the other boys come home. The war's been over a year, Bob. Your sister forgets that. This is 1919. Well, the war won't end till I, till I see Aaron step down off this train right here in, in St. Albans. They don't trot out the bands and bunting for the ones come home from hospital. But he's a hero all the same to me. Oh, look, look, there he is. Where? There, on the steps in the door of the train car. Aaron! Aaron! Catherine! Where? Must be. He doesn't recognize us. Wave at him. Aaron! He's looking right at us. Never mind, Katie. There, see? He sees it. He sees it. He's smiling. Oh, how thin he is. Aaron! Hush, girl. You're making a spectacle of yourself. Here he comes. And he, he isn't limping at all. Watch your tongue, Bob. Oh, Aaron. Katie... So good to see you. Oh, and Mr. Boland and Bob. Bob, you're a grown man. We come to fetch you home. Well, I'm much obliged, Mr. Boland, but you didn't have... Your father was taken in the hay and thought it might rain. Oh, sure. I, I see. Aaron! Aaron! Gee, Mr. Bellamy. Oh, sure enough. I'm obliged to you, Amos, but... I got to thinking if I brought two horses, the boy could ride back a sight quicker with me than he could in the motor car. But, but well, I thought... well, come on, Aaron. You get your baggage later. I need you at the farm. There's work to be done. The year is 1919. 
and Aaron Bellamy returns at last to the Vermont countryside where he was born, home to the rolling fields of Fairfield, home to the sugar maples and meandering creeks, home to Catherine Boland, daughter of the Bellamy's only neighbor, and the girl he left behind. But Aaron Bellamy is not quite a whole man. He brings with him few outward scars of battle, but within are the dark shadows of shock from the fields of France, the trenches where the very roots of reason were shaken in that war to end all wars. Tonight, Crisis offers a tale of terror set in the luminous autumn hills of New England in a story we call Bellamy Bridge. Act One, in just a moment. And now, Crisis presents Act One of Bellamy Bridge. On the very day of his return to his father's farm, Aaron Bellamy was obliged to strip off his uniform and don the work clothes he'd left behind three years before when he joined the army. It's evening now, and Enoch has prepared a sparse supper which is set on a bare wood table in the kitchen. I'm hungry enough to eat a mountain. You forgotten your upbringing, Aaron? Hmm? Sir? Well, this ain't the army now, son. We'll say grace. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, God, our Father, bless his food we are about to partake of. Oh, man. <clears throat> well, how you been doing, Papa? Well enough, I expect. Uh, taters? Thank you. Must be pretty lonely for you. Yeah. You been able to hire help with the farm? Yeah. The, uh, place looks fine. Just, just fine. Say, wasn't that nice of Mr. Boland to come down to meet me at the train today? Oh, yeah. Uh, you know why he done it, though? Why? Well, that daughter has double him into it. Katie? That's right. Moving in. Molly gagging around here for a whole week ever since word came that you was getting out of the hospital. Well, it's mighty interesting. Now, now you listen here to me. What's this girl to you? What is she to me? Well, she's... Well, she wrote to me all the time I was overseas. <laughs> Must have written twice a week or better. <laughs> I thought about her a lot, Papa. An awful lot. Well, I may as well tell you how to land lies. I don't care for Amos Bowling and none of his tribe. Why not? Well, I got my reasons. There are neighbors, Papa. Well, I can't help that. What's come up between you and Mr. Bowling? Oh, a little matter at a bridge. What about the bridge? Well, he's tearing to pieces with his motor car, that's what. How's he doing that? With his motor car, I tell you. Automobiles have rubber tires, Papa. I don't see how a rubber tire is as hard on planking his horse's hooves or, or wagon wheels with iron tires. It's the weight of the contraption, that's what. Bridge was never built to bear the weight of a motor car. Mm. I told him a man who's rich enough to have one of those devil's play things is, is rich enough to carry his share of fixing up the planking. Mm. And didn't he agree? Uh, he maintains his motor car don't weigh as much as a team in a wagon. And I say, a team in a wagon spreads the weight. But a motor car puts it all in one spot. Mm, well, I guess that's right. And that bridge was built over a hundred years ago, and it was built by Bellamy's. And at time, it was one of, one of the finest covered bridges in, in all of New England. Look at it now. Shingles tore off the roof. Floor plankings loose. I'll tell you what, Papa. 
soon as you can turn me loose from the fields, I'll fix up the old bridge. Uh, no, I'd like to. I don't want trouble between us and the Bolins. Time, did you? Hello, Katie. First you're back and you're rebuilding the bridge. Yeah, it's a fine old bridge. Mm-hmm. I always loved it. I didn't know that. Because it connects the Bellamy's with the Bolton's. <laughs> it's um, hot out here. You want to walk into the shade for a minute? The roof needs fixing. You see? There's a little chink of sunlight here and there. You know, when I was a little girl... I used to come in here on hot days and lie down and look up through the holes in the roof and pretend it was a starry night. That was foolish. Bridge is no place to lie down. I I didn't know any better, I guess. Come here, Katie. I missed you something awful. Oh, and I missed you. Aaron, would it help to talk about it? The war? No, but, well... If you don't want to, I I won't ask you. You haven't asked me why I didn't come right home when it was over. I knew you were in a hospital over there. You know what kind of a hospital? No. It was an asylum. Asylum? I was lucky. There's a lot of other men who'll never get out. Oh, it must have been terrible. Something happens to you, Katie. You're stuck in the trenches, day and night. Death all around you. Every instinct tells you to run. To crawl up out of your hole and run. Anywhere. But there's no place to run. No sanctuary. The ground for miles around you is just blasted flat. There's not a tree, not a limb left standing. Only the carcasses of horses and mules Men, you begin to think the world is upside down. The dead are up on top of the ground, and the other ones left alive are down in the holes. I wanted to get away, but I, I couldn't. I couldn't. Oh, Aaron, my dearest one. We all wanted to run, but there was no place to run. We wanted to get out into the light. I, I, I can't tell you about it. I, I, I can't tell you anymore. Aaron, Aaron, come back. Catherine Boland has had a sudden demonstration of Aaron Bellamy's mental condition. In the small New England community, word of Aaron's shell shock flashes like heat lightning from farm to farm. And late the next afternoon, Dr. Sam Bailey's horse and buggy make the crossing between the Bellamy farm and the Bolands. Evening, Doc. Hello, Amos. Roll clear about. Stay put now. Ah, feels like a storm, don't it? Mm, sure does. Hey, uh, tell me you wanted to have me stop by. Somebody ailing? No, not exactly. I want to talk to you, ask you something. Oh, all right. Steady. Yeah, all right. What is it? You, uh, been overseeing the Bellamy boy? Oh, yeah. Well? Well, what? How is he? Well, well, this could be expected. Meaning what? Meaning that a doctor don't discuss his patients, Amos. I have my reasons for asking. Yeah, I 
expect you do. Been talk that Aaron's pretty sweet on your Katie. Yeah, you heard it too, huh? I got two eyes and two ears. Well? Well? Thunderation, man. How bad off is the boy? You mean, is he crazy? Yes. No. But yesterday... I know about the other day. There'll probably be more days like that. But that boy's been through, none of us have any idea in the world. But, uh... Seems to me like the party asking these questions ought to be Katie, not a father. Now, maybe it isn't healthy, her seeing so much of him. Um, just till he gets better. Eh? Yeah, it'd be like damming up a stream with a wire fence. I can stop her. Don't be a fool, Amos. I have a responsibility to protect her. And if she's too blind to see the dangers, I've got to point him out to her. You do that, Amos. You just do that. Yes? You still got your lamp burning? Yes, I have, Papa. Well, put it out. Get to sleep. Is it disturbing you? A waste of lamp oil is disturbing me. I'm sorry, Papa. Well, turn it out. I... I can't. What do you mean you can't? I just can't. That's all. I... If you can't put the lamp out, I can't. No, don't touch the lamp. Please don't take the light away. Please, please. What ailed you anyway, boy? Didn't Doc Bailey explain to you when he was here? Oh, he said some nonsense about fatigue. I'll get better. I'm already better than I was. All I know is I sent a big, strong boy off to war. And what the army sent me back is... I know, I know. Well, you're afraid of the dark. Let me tell you how it was. The trenches. We dug into the ground like moles. Day and night. No light. Only the artillery. Nothing on top. No life. And at night, the guns flashing. We had to hide. And you wanted to get up and run. But you couldn't. And you were trapped. Trapped underground. All right. All right, boy. All right. So you see, I have got to have light. All right. Keep the lamp for now. Sis? Katie? Why aren't you asleep in your room? I can't sleep. Too warm. It's going to storm soon. Can I sit down here on the veranda with you? All right. What you looking at over across the creek? Nothing. Yes, you are. Say, there's a light over at the Bellamy's. I see it. Is that what you've been watching? Maybe. Is it a signal? No, it's not a signal. Whatever puts such ideas into your head? Whose room is it in? How should I know? You go on up to bed. Don't get mad. I know something you don't know. Oh. About Aaron. What about Aaron? It's what Doc said. What are you talking about? About how nobody knows what happened to him in the war. And Doc don't know if he'll ever get well. Where did you hear such a thing? Right here. Right out in front of the house. When? Tonight. Oh, I don't believe it. And then Pop said maybe it isn't healthy. You seeing so much of Aaron. What? And maybe he ought to put a stop to it. I don't believe a word of it. And just to prove it, we're going right in and talk to Papa. No, don't tell him. Come on. I won't. I'm going up to bed. 
downstairs? That's you, Catherine. In the kitchen, having a nice cool glass of water. Want one? No. Papa, did Doc really come by tonight? Why, yes, he did, as a matter of fact. What did he say to you about Aaron? Why, as a matter of fact, he mentioned he had been over to see Aaron after that outburst of his yesterday. Did he say that he, he didn't know if he'd ever get well? I think those were his very words. And what did you say? Catherine, I've been meaning to talk to you on this very subject. As painful as I'm sure it is to you... I love Aaron, and he loves me. Mm-hmm. Catherine, sit down. Please, I, I'd rather stand up. Mm, suit yourself. What I was about to say was, there's a good deal more between us and the Bellamy's than a covered bridge. Enoch and I can't seem to agree on much. But you're not marrying Enoch. And you're not marrying his son. Papa! Katie, the boy shell-shocked. There's no telling what he'll do. You wouldn't have a moment's peace. But I could give him the peace he can't get at home. And where would you live? I don't know. Anywhere. You don't know what sets off these outbursts of his. Yes, I do. Darkness. And loud noises. It reminds them of, of the trenches. You can't live your whole life in silence and daytime. But he'll get better. I'll make him better. Hmm. Knew there'd be a storm tonight. A storm? Thunder! Hey! Hey, look here! Where you think you're going? Across the bridge to Aaron to be with Aaron! Lieutenant, this is Sergeant Bellamy. Where are my men? All dead. Dead. No, that means I'm the last man. Last man. I've got to get back to the rear. Tell the rest. I have to make it. The bombardment, the shells. I'll never make it. There's no one else. I have to feel my way. I can't see a thing. I'm on top. Too dark to see. What's that? Horse. One of the cavalry horses. I have to take the chance. I have to take the chance. Oh, just stay there, darling. Just, just stay where you are in your room. Oh, the bridge. I, I, I can't see a thing. Come on, boy. Come on. 
Come on, boy. Faster. Faster. Someone's dying out there. I can't stop. I mustn't stop. People of the village, in later years, like to tell that in that very last pounding moment of their lives, Catherine had become a bit mad, and Aaron had discovered his senses in that rotting New England anachronism known as Bellamy Bridge. Bellamy Bridge featured Ted Barnes, Pat French, Douglas Young, John Amendola, and Johnny Walker, and was written and directed by yours truly, Jim French.